When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard show with co-host Catherine Brandt, hacking master Ralph W. Basham, MD, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Kick things off, Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Join us every Thursday at 2 o'clock Central for our newest podcast, Car Selling Secrets. It'll be co-hosted by me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal from Walzer Automotive Group. We'll be talking about lots of stuff relating to how dealership sales actually work, as well as the latest product updates from nearly every make sold in the USA. If you have questions for the podcast, either email Doug at Walzer.com or call the studio live at 952-800-1492. Damn. Hollywood swinging. Is that is that for Kristen Burt? Well, I hope so. <laughs> potentially, but she hasn't called in yet. Oh, she hasn't called in yet? Yeah, she probably well, called in a know, couple minutes. Yeah, she's busy as a bee, as usual. Typical. Well, yeah, you got the Grammys this weekend. <clears throat> you do? Yes. Yeah. I didn't even know. Because who cares? Hosted by... <laughs> oh, who's the host? I just saw it. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Yeah. Which one's that now? Uh, She's a singer. Yeah. She's been around for a long time, but I haven't heard anything from her in forever. No, I think she. I think she had some kids or something, and she so uh, she took a break from uh, music. She just kind of did some compilation stuff. Nothing, mm-hmm. but she hasn't put out an album out in a while. Yeah, let's see. Her last number one single. Let's see, y'all. Singles. Her last number one single in the U.S. was, it's been a while, 2007, with yeah. no one. Sort of like Maroon 5. Is. Yeah, basically. Sort of like Maroon 5, yeah. only with better tattoos. Better. <laughs> Top ink, better ink. Pink. Yeah, better ink. I'm sorry, it's not a tattoo, it's, an, it's ink. The last, absolutely right. She, didn't even put, she hasn't even put out a charting single since 2012. Which is interesting because she's put out many, many singles, but none of them have charted at all. So in other words, they they just wanted anybody they possibly can. 
to host the Grammy. Yeah, so all the hosting jobs are going to D-listers, C-listers. Yep. You know, because yeah, any A or B-lister does not want to be sullied by it and mm-hmm. have to put up with sullied. it. Sullied. I like sullied. 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 I don't wish to be sullied. <laughs> sullied or yeah, that works for me. <clears throat> um, yeah, see, I, I, Alicia Keys, who was she pissed off at? I remember at some point she was mad at somebody and was mm-hmm. going off on them. And then Ariana Grande's pissed off at the world. She's mad at everybody. And... Uh, Cardi B, and I still Cardi. love the story of how she got the name Cardi B. I think it's one of the great stories of all. Do you know this, Ralph? No, I don't. What, what is that? You know the singer Cardi B? Yeah. Do you Well, actually? she wanted to use the name. Yeah, do you actually? Um, she wanted to use the name Bacardi, but Bacardi said, no, you can't use our name. Oh so she put God. the B at the end of Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B. That's a little sad. Cardi B instead of Bacardi. It's like, okay. What if Prince couldn't call himself Prince because the crown didn't want him to, so he just called himself Rinsp? <laughs> or Inspray. Inspray. There you go. That's yeah. kind of gross. Inspray. P. Yeah. Rinky. Really That's what I like to call him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because on the star at uh, First Ave, the way they have it, mm-hmm. it's like a, a small P, and then it says Rink, and then a small E. So P. Rinky. That's what I meant. Pee rinky. Pee rinky. I don't understand. Why did they do that? I think that's just the way they have to fit it on the star. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. I see. Is your name on there? I wish. What? You wish? Why do you wish? I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to have hey, a, I heard... a star. Oh, calm down. <laughs> calm. Dial her back. That's all I have to say. Well, I don't know um, where Kristen is, but. That's all right. Well, she's not again. If it's the Grammys, yeah. if it's the Grammys coming up, she's probably got a lot to do. But mm-hmm. it, hopefully, she'll call in for at least a little bit. That'd be nice talking to her. I know that to be a fact. But um, who's the? Uh, I heard. God, who was it? The the drummer from which band died on stage? What? Uh, over the week. Yeah. What the hell is it? Let me uh, here. I'll go. I'll track it down. Uh, it's just. It was a really sad story. Rock in Hollywood died on stage. Oh, it is at from the Man- Rock in Hollywood at Mancini's, Mancini's in St. Paul. Mancini's. That's what I heard. Sure. Yeah, he died on on stage. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Wow. How old was he? He he had a heart attack. I'm hoping. Oh, they were not young. He was so 65. He was only 65. Well, but he was also a drummer. So, well, that's. <laughs> That it could have been a hard 65. Or it could have been a well, it could have been. an induced heart yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah you never I know. I love the Rock and Hollywoods, though. Although, Rock and Hollywoods are a fun band. Yeah, they don't look like the kind of guys who do coke all the time, but I suppose you never no. really know. <laughs> no, no, they don't. But, you know, it's just one of those deals. Like Wade Wilson dying of, it looks to be, he may have died from diabetes at 60 years old. On his 60th birthday, he died. Uh-huh. So, Kristen is on. You get a, there you go. You there get up to that six, six decade, man, and it's like <clears throat> Once the, tenuous you, the drugs that. get to you, yeah. Or smoking or Wade drinking. Wilson, what, yeah, well, Wade, I don't think, did any of those things. He, had, he no? might have drank a little bit, but he was not a booze hound, and he wasn't a drug but person at all. The fact that he had great a shape. toe amputated two years before suggests yeah, to me that yeah, his diabetes, yeah. like his pancreas had basically just, it was shot at that point. Yeah. A hard life. I don't. Yeah. 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 What well, is a hard life being in football? It is a hard life. That's true. Um, I did not know this, but apparently Kristen Bird had a toe amputated. That's why it took her so long to walk to the telephone. <laughs> She's a booze hound. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you know what happens? I am doing a piece today on the Michael Jackson documentary that's coming up, Leaving Neverland, uh-huh. and I fell down a rabbit hole of horrible stories of what happened to these poor kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? No. Really? Well, you can't talk about it yet because yeah. you're, you're going to do it. But you can talk about it next week, maybe. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's definitely one of those that uh, I, I think this is going to be a pretty explosive documentary. HBO has it. It'll be coming in April. It's, are they going so, to talk about his uh, drug addiction and uh, illicit drug use? They have to, basically. It's, it's primarily about the two survivors. Wade Robson and James Safechuck. Um, it's a four-hour documentary. It's it's long, but it's about the sexual abuse. It's not really about Michael Jackson. It's really uh, about their story. Oh, good, good. Uh, but it's, but it's pretty he, awful. I'll tell you that much. Is he in? So was did he actually? They say that he actually molested them. Correct. Um, 
But okay, here's so the complicated question, part of the whole story. Okay, well, let me just tell you the complicated part of the story, which is going to make it very controversial. Both of them testified, uh, one in both uh, of his trials and one in just one of the trials, that they were never touched by Michael Jackson, that he was always good to them, no sexual abuse had occurred. They retracted that as adults after he had passed away. Both had sued the estate, um, and mm-hmm. both of those particular cases were thrown out of court. The, the judge didn't rule on whether the allegations were true or not, just that you can't sue the estate because the person is no longer here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's being accused of what sexual is, abuse. So it's a very complicated story. It's like the Catholic Church? Oh, here just we like go. The or, hey, or USA Gymnastics. USA yeah. Gymnastics. Yeah. A yeah. lot of That's these right. people defended right. that. Larry Nassar for years. I don't even want to call him. He's not a doctor anymore. So, or like college sports um, or like Hollywood or like yes, basically any industry yeah. ever. All right. Andy broke right. the Hollywood seal, so I got to go after Kristen for the inside dope on what a moron Liam Neeson is. What, what did, did he do, do now? Oh, jeez. Are you, you guys, kidding me, that Kristen? that story is horrible. What was he it thinking? Is. I don't know, but I'll, I'll find the story for you because you guys aren't going to believe this, what this moron said. Didn't he change? And here's what I like. Did he change what? Didn't he change faiths? Did he mm. become a Muslim? Did he? Oh, that he was, he was talking about it. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Liam Neeson. Now, here's a guy, by the way, from Northern Ireland where they blew each other up because they were all uh, Christian, but some of them were the wrong kind of Christian, right? There you go. Yeah. You're either a Protestant or a Catholic, but if you're not, I want to kill you with a bomb. He comes to America, makes millions and millions of dollars, and then criticizes America for its gun ownership. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> you're blowing each other up with bombs, but you're gonna you're gonna criticize us for carrying a gun? Which is none of your damn business anyway. Okay, get ready for this story because you aren't gonna believe Cassie, do you know this story? What? No, I don't. Liam Neeson. Okay, here we go. Bad. Here we are. Liam Neeson appeared on ABC's Good Morning America Tuesday to address the backlash over a disturbing story he told about his younger days. I'm not a racist, Neeson uh, told host Robin Roberts. The 66-year-old actor confirmed that nearly four decades ago, a friend of his was raped by a black man. I'm sorry, but that's not the way the story went. She said she told Liam Neeson she was raped. She didn't say anything about what color the man was. And he said, was it somebody you knew? And she said, no. And he said... What color was he? And she said black. Once he asked her what color the man was, is then then she said he was black. She did not say she was raped by a black man. That's a lie. So it prompted him to walk the streets looking for a black man to attract uh, to attack in retaliation. I went out deliberately into black areas in the city looking to be set upon. It shocked me and it hurt me. I did seek help. I went to a priest. Oh, in this story, they're they're leaving out the best part of it. That's helpful because. Yeah, they left out the best part of the story when he actually says, and there's a recording of him saying this, I was hoping to be attacked by some black bastard. What? Oh, wow. That's what he said. Just yesterday he said, uh, I was hoping to be attacked by some black bastard so I could kill him. My goodness. And, he was using, and I, I wonder if he was using different terms when this incident occurred 40 years ago. Uh, yeah, think about that black man. I wonder Probably. if he actually did say, or, or black bastard. Why would he bring this up? I have no idea. Like so, to, to promote his you... new movie. But that's not helpful. Oh, that's it. That's, this, this, so this is a oh, great publicity stunt, and it fits into the template of, uh, of uh, Guns Are Bad, and yeah, that, so it fits, it fits the ABC's template, so yeah, good. Okay, so now he's got an excuse, because they left out the most important part when he called the guy a black bastard and said he was going to kill the guy if he ever found. And it was any black man, by the way. It wasn't the guy who raped her. It was any black man he was going to kill the black bastard. Uh, And then he said, he tried to clean it up by saying this, which just shows how mentally ill this man really is. Uh, I did seek help. I went to a priest. Neeson, however, said it wasn't about race. If his friend's attacker was white, he would have sought a white man to attack. I got a tip for you here, Liam. If the other white guy didn't do it and the other black guy didn't do it, what the hell are you attacking them for? Because they happen to be the right color? Are you insane? So it was all about race. Yeah. It absolutely I mean, was all it, well, about it's, race. It's primal projection is what it is. Yes, it is. What a lunatic.
If she'd have said the rapist was Irish or a Scot or a Brit or a Lithuanian, it would have had the same effect. So you would have attacked any Irishman or Scotsman or Brit just because one of them was a filthy pig who attacks women. Well, yeah, it's interesting. People are getting mad at him for racism when technically it's not racism. It's basically he's admitting that he is a or was a violent lunatic, which is, yes, I would argue, exactly. worse than racist. Yeah. If you're just looking for someone to stab, that's pretty bad. Okay, so Kristen, I have to ask you this now. Because I'm looking at his picture. Mm-hmm. He's not a tough guy. I'll tell you by looking at his picture, the guy's never thrown a punch, a real punch in his life. You can tell by looking at him. Why do these Hollywood actors, they, keep, they can't get out of character. They have to insist to the real world that they're tough guys who wander the streets with a baseball bat. Or what's it called? A, a co- cos or kosh? I think it's a, a bat Yeah, like it's that. a C-O-S-H. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... C-O-S-H? Kosh or kosh? Yeah, it is kosh. I think it is. It's either kosh or kosh. Is that like it a slung right. shot? A slung shot, but, but I love this, that they're, the news is going out of their way to try to protect him, because nowhere in this story on Newser does it say he called... He, he said he was going to look for, quote, a black bastard. It's nowhere in this story. It was yesterday, and it was trending on Twitter. The audio, of course, it was. And yesterday, uh, the audio was available, so you could hear it. That it actually, he did say it. It happened, Um, and that's why he wound up on Good Morning America today. We still have it at the queue. If you want to hear the audio, yeah, why exactly? But we have the audio at KQ, so he's never going out from from under it. I, I haven't liked him, and I haven't seen any of his movies since he attacked America for, for owning guns when his country were blowing each other up, including children, by the way, over what religion you are. Mm. So don't be criticizing America when you come, you come from a violent place like Northern Ireland, which, thank God, is not that violent anymore. Look, I loved out. Ireland. We went to Ireland. Absolutely loved Ireland. Yeah. People could not have been nicer. But not Northern except Ireland. Except for Liam Neeson, who I hate. But I guess Northern Ireland's fine now, too. Well, yeah, now, but when we went, it was yeah. not. Well, we actually took oh, no, no. took some Northern Irish kids in because, I don't yeah. know. Because of the troubles. The troubles. Yeah. yeah, during the marching season, during the troubles, mm-hmm. the marching season, we used to take uh, children, Irish, Northern Irish children, into our home for the summer. Um, we did uh, a boy and a girl the first year, and then just the girl the second year. Did we do it the second year, or did she just stay in touch? No, she was there... Two years. I thought she was there two and years. He was there once. He was, he was only there on. once because he, he got mad at Catherine. Well, yeah, oh, he, he was, was a pain in the Uh-oh, ass. Uh-oh, what happened? was, yeah. He just was a pain in the ass kid. I he mean, was he, was, he came from a really tough, yeah, yeah. he came from a real tough uh, background, mm-hmm. and he just wasn't, um, I think he was overwhelmed with everything. Right. And being away from home. They were they were, they were little kids. They, they were, were little were, children. You know, ten, yeah. Well, they weren't tiny, but they were, you know, Ten pre-teens. and twelve, I think. That's a tough, yeah, it's a tough tough time yeah. of well, life get, anyway. So. When you see stuff being blown up and people being dismembered by bombs, it, it leaves a mark. It's a little worse than, it leaves, yeah. It, may, it leaves a mark, and I'm sure that you gave him a yeah. lot of leeway in that regard. And, but. and Right, and both of their parents, uh, both their fathers were imprisoned and, and all that stuff, right. so it, they didn't have it easy. But he, was a, he wasn't a, an easy kid to be around. When we come back, I'll tell you why he got mad at Catherine and never talked to her again. It was that phenomenal. Is, he ne- didn't never yeah. talk to me again. He never talked to you again. You're making stuff. He avoided your hug <laughs> the when he left the airport. The drama that this story. I know. The story just I'll keeps advancing. I'll tell you right after this, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, Tom Bernard Show. Um, One more line from the Liam Neeson story before we move on to why. What's that kid's name again? What was the Irish kid's name? Oh, uh, Eugene? It was Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, there you go. Eugene. Okay, so first of all, the closing line in the story about Liam Neeson, they, again, they deleted the words black bastard, which I don't know why they would do, because you're supposed to report the news as it happened. That's not reporting news if you delete things, right? Correct. The last line says, God forbid you've ever had a member of your family hurt under criminal conditions, he told Robin Roberts. What is wrong with him? <laughs> Just because she's black, you're lucky that nobody was a criminal in your family. What is wrong with this guy? I think you're putting words in his mouth. Uh, Honey, it says, God forbid you've ever had a member of your family hurt under criminal conditions. That's not exactly a compliment. Well, no, he's he's justifying his rage by saying that because they were a victim of a crime. Yeah, Yeah, but but it also uh, verifies... His intention of being black. She's a black person. Well, thank God no one, you know, uh, infected you because look at you're black and blah, blah. he just left some other words out. Hey, read between the lines. Yeah. But yeah, the there lines you go. In. Okay, Eugene, and how did you pronounce her name again? Yvonne. Yvonne. Oh, it was just Yvonne, but it was spelled how? It was again? spelled like Aoboini. Yeah. Aoboini or something. Yeah. But it is Yvonne. Yes. Or is it? Was it Yvonne or Yvonne? She pronounced it Yvonne. Yvonne, yeah. Okay, so Eugene and Yvonne come to our house, and, and Catherine takes them along with our kids out to the Minnesota Zoo. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, she asked Eugene, Eugene who, what was your favorite mm-hmm. animal? And he responded, the Paffin Snack. And she said, what? He goes, the Paffin Snack. <laughs> he was so paffin excited. Yeah, yeah, the Paffin, paffin Snack. And she kept asking, what are, you, what are you saying? He goes, and he got mad, didn't he? Yes, he got very, very mad. He got very mad. Yeah. None of yeah, us had any idea what he was saying. Payphone. Yeah. Payphone snack. I'm like, payphone? Payphone snack. So do you know what he was saying? Does anybody know what he was saying? I don't. Ralph, any no, shot? Not a, Cassie, no. any shot? No. Paffin snack. The python snake. Python <laughs> snake. <laughs> We had no idea snake. what he was saying, and he did not like that. No, nobody knew. <laughs> oh, he got So mad. then he locked himself in the bathroom. Did yes. <laughs> uh. Did you ask him to write it out? <laughs> that would have made it a lot better, yeah. Well, it was funny because the, the girl, for some reason, she knew enough to put an, a kind of put on a British accent yeah. so we could understand her sometimes. Yeah, that's true. And he... He just was always so excited. He was excited. He would just talk really, really fast, and I just could not understand his accent. It was phenomenal. So it just, you know, uh, he didn't like that. I hate Catherine. It's like, <laughs> like Lindsay in Tokyo. She gets, she gets to Tokyo. She needs to go to the Hilton Hotel. And, and I've said this before. And he, she he asked the cab driver if she'd like to go to the Hilton Hotel. She said that four or five times. And he finally he dawned on him. He goes, Hiroton Hotelu. Hiroton Hotelu. Hiroton Hotelu. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. I would never go to a country like Japan without being able to speak at least rudimentary Japanese, unless I or bring an interpreter. Unless I had to. Um, Andy, you need to start watching that uh, Marie Tondo tidying up show so you can practice your. Yeah, that's right. She practice listening to your Japanese because she speaks mostly Japanese in it. Oh well, we got her book. I think. Yeah. No. No. 
Did yeah, you, I bought that for you for you years ago. You bought her ago. book. Yeah, right. We yep, didn't get it on the show. Before she was a thing. Now she's a thing, man. She's a thing. So she speaks mm. Japanese. I thought she was Spanish. Marie Con- no. Kondo? No, no she's, she's very... Uh-huh. I think Japanese. she's like... Yeah, she was born in Tokyo and... Yes, yeah. yeah, so they moved to the United States, I think probably just for this show. I don't know. Yeah, huh. well, it's probably. She teaches people how to fold their clothes and, uh, and organize. Find out if your clothes spark joy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. Is if it doesn't She's adorable. If you don't use it, she's very pretty, yeah. Within a year and it she's doesn't give you joy, then you get rid of it. That's basically the you no, You're supposed to touch everything that you have. You're supposed to take it all out. Take everything out of the closet, <clears throat> everything out of the drawers, everything and pile it up so you can see what kind of disaster you actually have. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you touch each and every article or piece of paper or whatever it is that you're trying to sort and if it does not spark joy you thank it and put it in a pile to be disposed of or given away thanking it is a very japanese thing to do and if you spark if it sparks joy you keep it that's her uh mm. i can't remember the method con condo condo oh it's tidying up yeah it's marie a japanese Con- method yeah. marie condo yeah Am I, I think no i think it's actually a japanese thing i can't remember the name of it well she calls it the konmari method which is konmari that's it yeah yeah which is just a portmanteau of her first and last name oh i thought it was like some sort of actual japanese thing i i'm assuming they have a name for the basic idea but you know okay i um I, i won't read the entire story but uh there was a story this morning read on the kq morning show they found a guy out in the woods, and a bear was eating him. Oh. Okay. The bear was eating the guy. The guy was dead, and he was, the bear was eating him. But when they did the autopsy on the guy, they found out he was already dead from a meth overdose when the bear <laughs> got to him. <laughs> well, oh, hey. Okay. I mean, it's better than to being eaten alive, I guess. Oh, God, yeah, I would imagine. So, yeah, he was already dead when the bear started eating him. So I don't know if the – would the bear get high, Doc? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering. Because the drug's still there because it hasn't been metabolized. Yeah. So, the, you know, his drug, he started eating faster and faster. Or it would suppress his appetite. One of the two. You know, he's got a skinny bear now. I don't know. The bear eats the guy, and then he's like, whoa, I should watch what I eat. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't so. Feel so good. What was in this guy? Come on. Yeah, they find out after. Oh God, he was mauled and killed by a bear and then eaten. No, he actually died of a meth overdose. Okay, well, yeah. Apparently, he was out looking for ginseng in the forest. What? That's why he was out <laughs> in the forest in the first place. In what forest so look- is this? Um, I'll see if I can find this story. Oh yeah, here I, it is, right here. His story. Meth right heads here. looking for ginseng. Yeah, while ginseng in the forest. Whoa. Apparently, ginseng is very expensive now. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what everybody's telling me. Maybe like raw ginseng. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's that expensive. I don't know. Well, I'll read this to you. A man found dead in Great Smoky <clears throat> Mountains National Park was killed by a methamphetamine overdose, not the bear that was found eating him. According to an autopsy released Monday, there were signs of extensive post-mortem animal predation. Predation, excuse me, yeah. on the body of 30-year-old William Lee Hill, but no evidence that the black bear had attacked him. The autopsy report states that syringes and other drug paraphernalia were found near the body of the Louisville residents, whose body was found on September 11th last year. Hill, who had a history of drug use, had uh, disappeared four days earlier, illegally gathering ginseng in the park with a friend. Apparently that's like so a great thing Smoky now is ginseng po- cho- poaching in Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Oh, oh. really? Yeah, okay. I don't know. Well, foraging's Weird. huge. So what state is that? What's the Smoky Mountains National Park? Well, it's where it's in Appalachia, so... Kentucky or... <clears throat> yeah. It's, oh, okay. Louisville's in Kentucky, okay. so is it in Kentucky mm-hmm. or Tennessee? He's up there oh. getting that ginseng, man. Apparently, Appalachian ginseng, for some reason, is very popular and expensive in China because of their... Right. Like, they love the herbs and such. 300 to $900 per pound. Pretty good. Yeah, that's what I was Especially told. if you're an Appalachian method. I guess so, yeah. That's a lot of meth. Uh, the, the autopsy states that Hill's body had to be identified through tattoos, including a Confederate flag tattoo with the words, it's a redneck thing. <laughs> oh, my God. It sure is. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh by the way, red uh, neck 
the neck and redneck is spelled wrong. <laughs> they didn't. How can you spell neck wrong? R e d n e k. N e k. They didn't. It's a redneck thing. They didn't use dental records. I wonder why. Gee, I wonder. What happened to his dental records? What are you talking about? Yeah, they found out the bear bear had done nothing wrong, didn't kill anybody, mm-hmm. but they still put the bear down. Did you know that? What? Oh, you're ki- oh, what? They, they still put the bear down, yeah. Well, I, they have to do that because once it gets taste for human flesh, then, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's, <clears throat> no. That's dated. Uh, that's what get, they say. It gets a taste for human flesh. It always wants human flesh. No. It, wants, it was hungry. Yeah. It was eating something. Well, yeah. The uh, carrion, you... Bears eat carrion. That's what they do. Authorities said at the time they made the difficult decision to euthanize the bear after reviewing the evidence, although they were unable to track it down until September 16th. Bear. So uh, there was no sign the bear had rabies. But well, the guy was well, dead course, already, so yeah. what if it did have rabies? <laughs> oh, no, he it. might have gotten rabies after he died. After he was dead, he got <clears throat> rabies. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, listen, Kristen, I don't want you wandering out in the uh, forest, uh, get looking for ginseng and, and doing meth and getting eaten by a bear. Don't do it. Uh, the, the, no worries about that. No? We have no, concern, <laughs> no nope. concerns about you. Want, no yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I understand. So, God, I was going to ask you about it. There was another Hollywood story that was big this morning. You know, I obviously want to get your take on the halftime show at the worst Super Bowl in history. I did want to get your take oh on that. Oh, God. At least my team won. Oh, that's right. You're from Boston. I forgot. You got L.A. and Boston. Oh, no matter who won, oh, you, you were living you in won. L.A. Heresy. Heresy. Mm. Yes, exactly. I know. I was going to win the Super Bowl either way. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's exactly right. So uh, they have a list of the five best things and the five worst things that happened at the Super Bowl. So what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was beige. That's what yeah, I called it. That's it what was everyone so says. So bland. Yeah, yeah and very bland. I, I just, I don't think. Listen, Maroon Five has some good songs. I just don't think they're a Super Bowl halftime band. Right. You know what I mean? It was like right, when Coldplay right. did it. Yep. Another group, not perfect for that. You need the um, musicians that have the backup dancers that have like the. I mean, Bruno Mars comes out there and he comes out with musicians. Phenomenal. He comes out with dancers. He's dancing. You need a big show. You need Lady Gaga dropping from the top of the stadium. That's what you need for mm-hmm. a Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. show. Yeah, you're right. Look, the guy can sing, but he just he apparently couldn't hear too well because he was off key the entire performance. Yeah, he was. and the guy's a hell of a singer. You can't take that away from him. Yep. I mean, he he really yep. is good. And I think. Do you he, think? I'll, Everyone turned it down, so that was the other thing. That's who they were left with was Maroon 5. Oh, uh, right. yeah. yeah uh, that is true. I wanted to see Big Boy um, take his shirt off. <laughs> no, no, Big Boy had a fur coat on. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted his shirt off. I wanted to see Big Boy's ink. You know, or his gut. <laughs> his big. Is that? Yeah, but we Do wanted Big I'll... Boy with Andre 3000, and yeah. we didn't get an outcast reunion, and that was a bummer, too. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, what do you think of the guy uh, that Travis Scott dropping the f bomb three times in front of a Super Bowl crowd that included little children? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess he obviously didn't care, but it, in the grand scheme of things, honestly, mm-hmm. it's not the show to be dropping f bombs. It no. just isn't. God no. Like no, keep no, it under wraps. Go and do your own concert and drop f bombs every other word. That's totally fine. But for something like this, especially where there's so much scrutiny right now on the NFL and, you know, people divided about it, just go out there and drop your F-bombs for one night. Yeah, I mean, that's drop it. Them out, I mean, that's so. Drop them. Yeah. Well, look, the guy doesn't make good decisions in life anyway, impregnated a Kardashian. So what does that tell you? <laughs> you know, hey, it probably pays well. It probably, probably does. does. Uh, the I, I, until they destroy you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I was I was censored about the lack of uh, representation uh, by uh, Mexicans and Chinese and uh, and Japanese and uh, you know any other uh, my, or Indians any other ma- any other group uh, that just seemed to have just pander a lot of pandering going on just to one group. There is. There's no question about that, and I, it, there's nothing anybody's well, ever going to do about deal. that because it, the show is in Atlanta, and it's 
such a bummer that the NFL hasn't been able to figure out the whole Colin Kaepernick thing because a lot of musicians from the Atlantic music scene turned it down because they didn't want to participate in it. It would have been a huge, amazing opportunity to feature everything that happens in the Atlantic music scene. Yeah, that would have been nice. Doesn't that gig pay pretty well? It pays nothing. So. Oh, you, they only oh, really? pick up the expenses. It pays zero dollars. Oh, so this no is wonder. why when you watch the halftime show, oftentimes uh, a musician will either drop an album the next day mm. or they'll announce a tour because they know that they'll get at least a lift off the ticket sales. But they pay zero dollars for you to do the show. Hmm. All right. I, you don't know, apparently, about the new law that was just passed where white women from Boston can't say things like drop an album. <laughs> it's against the law. <laughs> you just broke the law. I'm allowed to say it. that because that is an industry. That is industry lingo. And you know it. <laughs> and you, and, oh, oh, now you're part of the industry. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. At least you didn't yes, say Yes, I am part of the entertainment industry. That's right. Good God. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. We're rocking out, man. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when he does that. (laughs) Well, I found out why Appalachian ginseng is so expensive. Why? I googled it, and one of the related results was generic Viagra. Oh. So I wonder what they use that really? for. Really? Hmm. Really? Of course, that's that. like... So. It seems like every expensive, like, herb or root that is in traditional Chinese medicine is for that. Yeah, like killing yeah. Uh, elephants and... yeah. Panthers and tigers mm-hmm. and, and rhinos, or, yep. and, the, and the snake, yeah, rhinos. snake vodka, or snake whiskey, or whatever that is. Oh yeah. Well, That's... well, look. I mean, you want to play hide the banana or not? That's right. Make a decision. <laughs> right, Kristen. You, you can take right. pills. You don't have to kill animals for it. <laughs> well, yeah. Is she just goes ground up tiger penis going to work that much better than t- Viagra? Probably not. Uh, you know, I found that. No, just kidding. What I've discovered is, <laughs> so, uh, very quickly, and I won't even do the story, but it, it's great news for me and many, many other people. Family plans to publish unseen works by J.D. Salinger. I cannot really? wait to see it. Mm. I love J.D. Salinger. Honest to God. A Perfect Day for Banana Fish. Nine Stories is one of the great books of all time. Obviously, Catcher in the Rye. Love J.D. Salinger. So this ought to be pretty interesting. He never published them because he didn't need to because... Andy, would you look at the... Well, he became kind of nuts. Oh, he was a nut job, total nut job when he died. He kept hitting on these famous women. Who was that again that he followed around? She she had to call the cops because he was, like, following her around. I don't know. Some big movie star or something. That's kind of of like Woody Guthrie. Woody Guthrie with his uh, uh, Huntington's Korea really 
had met, and he has a huge, huge library of things that has never ever been uh, published or anything like that. Very interesting. Yep. yep. So, uh, would somebody look up Andy? Could you check up for me real quickly how much the book "A Catcher in the Rye" has made for the Salinger family since ni- it was published in 1951? So, you know, it's been around for, what, 67, 66 years, something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. 67 years, yeah. So um, I know that it has sold, I think, more than any book ever, other than the Bible. I think that's what they said. Is it still? I don't know if that's still true or not, but but it did. I know it did sell more than than any other book other than the Bible. Maybe something else has surpassed it now, but... It's made that family millions of dollars. Uh, let's see. Best-selling books of all time. <clears throat> Where is it? No, it's actually... Not even on the list anymore? It's number 13. Oh, it's 13? Because it used to be number two. Tale so Two the, Cities, the... Lord of the Rings, Little Prince, really? Harry Potter, Prince. of course. The Hobbit. Oh, that's true. Alice's yeah, Adventures in Wonderland. Dream of the Red Chamber, which is a Chinese book. And then there were none <laughs> with the uh, interesting original title, which I can't what? say. Why not? Because it's what ten, it? little, <laughs> 10 Little... Oh, that's M. right. Yep. yep. Ten Little, yeah. Yeah, we can't say that. You're absolutely right. Um, so, yeah, that would make sense. that All things like, you know, Harry Potter and that would outsell his book. Well, most of those books you were talking about were children's books, weren't they? Or, or young people's books. Yes, almost all of them. So, none, is, it the, is it the best-selling? Although, to tell you the truth, the first time I read Catcher in the Rye, I was 16 years old. So Well, it is, a, it is in like, it's a coming-of-age book. Yeah. So, yep. But it's not like, you know... Right above it is the Adventures of Pinocchio, which is for a little bit younger crowd. Yeah, but that's that's a yes. com- that's a coming of age story in a figurative way. That's true. It is, I suppose, it is in a figurative way. The only like so what if it w- major adult books, uh, the Da Vinci Code. Um, mm, okay. I don't know what she a history of adventure is. Well, I've never even heard of that. Kristen, what do you think? Put in your vote. Of the best, am I looking for the best fiction, the best one I want? Yeah, that I or want what read? is she? That's my favorite. Yeah, what is? What is it? What's the list again? Give me one more. <laughs> Give it to me again. Oh, God. Oh, you're she, such a child. Oh, she just knocked over the, the toenail polish. She's doing her toe. <laughs> she did. There you yeah. go. Getting ready for another shot did. on that foot play, foot show. Or the foot. Oh, yeah. Right. I don't do my ball. own feet. You go for Manny Petty. You go have someone else do it. Mm. You right. girls to sit I around agree. and uh, do Manny Petty's in their bed all day. That's a 1950s notion, my friend. Yeah, with curlers in your hair. <laughs> With curling your hair. Yeah, we're going to paint you exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, and then we have pillow fights, and we have pillow fights and slumber parties. No. Oh, oh no. I like it. Oh, that makes total and sense And spit to curls me. and curlers. That That's works right. That's interesting. We tickle each other. Oh. This book called <laughs> She has sold 83 million copies. Author H. Ryder Haggard. I've never even heard of these things. Is that Merle Haggard's brother? I haven't either. But... Yeah, apparently it's one of the best-selling books of all time. Maybe it's I've heard of it. Maybe it's like really big in other countries or something. But foreign language, yeah. It's uh, they. It's a queen Aisha from Africa, and then some other stuff happens. Oh, it's a fantasy book. Another. Yes. Well, so many of those books aren't fantasy books. Yes, yeah, that's they are. what. All, yeah. I read nonfiction. Books. I'm not a good fiction I do like reader. I'm a good nonfiction reader. No, have you ever read Catcher in the Rye, though? I have, yes. I read it in school. Great book. Um, so that was a long time ago. Um, I'm reading Educated right now by Tara Westover. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> One of my favorite things, and I'll never forget it, 16 years old, I'm starting to read Catcher in the Rye. And I believe it's in the first uh, chapter, I think, first couple of chapters anyway, when he takes his term paper to the... Uh, to the schoolmaster or the his teacher or whatever, and his teacher's apparently sick and dying in bed. He said it was really kind of weird because I handed my term paper to to the uh, teacher, and he handled it like it was a turd. <laughs> 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 what a! Cr- I just for a 16-year-old kid, and then of course, uh, Holden Caulfield runs into a uh, 
into a, a classmate's mother on the subway. She said, oh, do you know my son, blah, blah, blah? He's so sensitive. And he thought to himself, yeah, I know him. He's about as sensitive as a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> what a great book. Wonderful book. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what comes out because I will definitely be there to... I'll be one of the first people to read it. I can guarantee you that. Love J.D. Salinger. Maybe it's because I'm whacked out like he is. What do you think? I think maybe. Did, did, think yeah. that's what it is. Did Hollywood ever make a movie of Catcher in the Rye? And he, they won't let him. The family will not yeah, let no, him. Yeah, no, one of his stipulations was that they never make a movie of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. It's kind of nice, though, because it stays like as the author wanted it, not yeah. how a Hollywood yep. writer and director interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, there, there's no question because, it, 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 well, first of all, let's be honest. With the focus on, on certain groups of people now, it would probably be Questioning in the Rye is what the title would be now. You know, they changed the name of the book completely to make a movie out of it. It's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't understand any of it, but uh, I don't know. We'll see see what the situation is. Uh, apparently, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, has emerged amid concerns about her health now. Is her health really bad? Because I know that she's been off the off well, the uh, radar for a while. She's been recovering from surgery, so that I think that's yeah. the big issue. And you know, right, she's in her right. what eighties. Yeah, so she's not young. not easy to recover from that. Yeah. Oh, she had cancer mm-hmm. surgery. Yeah. yeah, she did. So yeah. she had some sort of uh, tumor removed or something. Yeah. Do we know what kind? Yeah, it was lung. Ca- <laughs> it was it was a lung tumor, lung cancer, and. When I heard that, you know, when you start hacking around an, uh, an elderly person, an, oct- an yeah. octogenarian's chest, taking out their mm-hmm. lung, it's a long recovery. So this is not mm-hmm. yeah. uncharacteristic yeah. of what she's going through. She is 86. Yeah. yeah. She's 86. There you go. <laughs> of course, I tell you what, those people that are about four and a half feet tall, they live forever, man. <laughs> yeah. They do. It's true. Tiny people live forever. There's a co- negative correlation nice. between height and lifespan. Like Not dogs. counting people with, like, dwarfism. Yeah, like just, dogs. Just right. like dogs. Their heart has to work harder, and there's more cells yep. to become cancerous, so just probability-wise, yeah. Huh. I do yeah. like the fact that RBG is a Lego now. I think that was quite an honor to, to have a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Lego in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she's in Lego cool. movies. She's in Lego movies, too. It's a really cute film. It's opening this weekend, so if people are looking to get out because it's been cold and rainy yeah. and everything else everywhere going to the Lego movie. <clears throat> See, I won't be able to go to the movie this weekend because Catherine and I are headed down to Key West. We're going to get in there a couple of days early, as a matter of fact. So uh, we're going to head down. So we, there'll be no movie going this weekend for us. It'll be just uh, suffering down in Key West. That's a... Yes. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, why, aren't you, why don't you ever come down to our, to our gatherings? You should have come to this thing. Nobody invited what her. Gathering? I invited her. I, rem- I remember inviting her, and she Sorry. said, yes, I'll be there. You, Tom, you are all talk. You invite me all the time, and there's no follow-through. You ever hey, went- she's noticed. <laughs> I had it did? all teed up for I you. I did. I did. He's always like, come to Minnesota. You can sit in for blah, 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 and then we'll do this podcast. Or when you guys were broadcasting at the state fair one year, you're like, come do that. And then you forget Why about it. Why don't you later. do it? Well, you got to reach out and call me and go, here. Well, one of the problems that, let's, full full disclosure. Full disclosure to the public, she will only fly in those airplanes where you get your own little cabin, those little (laughs) pods. She'll only fly that kind of an airline. I've never done that. I've never done that if you're going to do that for me. (laughs) The only time I ever did it is I was coming back from the Dominican Republic to Miami. And for some reason, uh, we got one of those pod. Pl- I got my own little pod. You could you could close the door and take a nap if you wanted. Didn't to. you pay an extra five thousand dollars to change your flight so you get in two hours early? I think that's why. Maybe you got a pod. Wow, <laughs> oh. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, let, let, let's just let's just review here. We just, we recently talked about what's in the, what's in the seat pocket. Uh, you know, behind in the seat in front of you. The seat pocket is right in front right. of you on that seat. They got a door where you can close and have privacy. I want no parts of that pod. I want no parts of that yeah. pod. I want, yeah, 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 I understand know, what you're you saying. You know, don't get a black light out. Let's just say that. Don't get a black <laughs> light out. Oh, oh yeah, well, that's right. Way. Yeah, there's a lot of moles in there. There's been a lot of moles in there, right. All right, so, Doc, i got to run this by a medical question. Um, 
how old do they want you to be? In Hawaii, there's a congressperson in, or a state senator, I think it is, in Hawaii that wants to raise the smoking age where you can only buy cigarettes at a certain age. What age is he proposing you can buy cigarettes? 35. Anyone else? I'd say the only thing that would make sense from a scientific standpoint would be 25, 26. Okay, anybody else? One more guess? 18. I'll go in the middle, okay. 30. 30, okay. Price Hawaiian right. state senator, one, there's a Hawaiian bill that would raise the legal age to buy cigarettes to 100. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's going to pass. Why bother just, oh, just tell every tobacco company they have to go out of business? I just that's think that's amazing. so great. Who wants to if raise it to 100? Yourself, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, Good that's luck with wonderful. that. It is just wonderful, though. It really is. So that's cool. Um, so we got Lego movie coming out this weekend. I won't be able to see it till next week, but I definitely want, I loved yeah. the initial Lego movie. I thought it was wonderful. It was, it was really fun. It was fun. It's Indeed. really cute. Isn't there a new Toy Story coming out too? Yes. There is? That's yeah. this uh, weekend? There is. In June. Mm. In June. I saw no, the June trailer. June 2019. Well then. I'm excited. That was one of the ads on the Super Bowl that I got through. Me too. Oh, really? Yeah, that was one of the ads. Oh, yeah, why don't we talk about that? We only have 90 seconds left, but I didn't notice any ads on the Super Bowl that stuck out to me. I didn't even watch them. That's what a them. lot of people said. There were a yeah. couple oh, really? they for did? me that I liked. Other than that, it was very bland. Like, what did you like? I liked the Harrison Ford Amazon commercial. Oh, the Amazon, yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> the dog barking and kept ordering dog food. That's cute. Yeah, that one was cute. And then... Um, Alexa, roof. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not... <laughs> Paying for all this dog food, and then the guy comes with a pallet of dog food, and the dog he looks does. up at Harrison. He goes, "I'm not talking to you," because <laughs> it was like a whole pallet of dog food. It was. It was phenomenal. Um, Alexa keeps buying dog food. It was that buying one. Dog food. Yeah, and then the commercial where they had—I think it was for the celebrate the hundred years of the NFL, where they had all these old oh, players, yeah. yep. where the ball fell on the ground, and they're all looking at each other. All of a sudden, they yell "fumble," and it's just. A melee because they're old, yep, you know, was, retired. That was good. Yeah, that one was good. And there was, uh, it was the um, first commercial, it was a Walmart one with calling all cars, and it was all these famous cars from movies like the DeLorean, uh, yeah, Lightning McQueen. That. <clears throat> yeah, that one was actually a good one. You can watch it online. They've actually been playing it since before the Super Bowl, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I've oh, seen it right? a couple of times. I don't know if they were meant to, but yeah, they clearly spent a lot of money on that one. All right, Kristen, I'll call you from Key West this weekend, and uh, we'll see if we can get you out there. It's, it's only going to be about a six, seven-hour flight, so that should be good. It's no big deal. I fly all the time. Okay, well, we will stay in touch, and we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Enjoy Key West. Oh, you know what? Actually, I will not talk to you next week because I'm, I'm not going to be on Oh yeah. Friday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Well, other people will be, be if they Key want West. to talk to Kristen. Who is hosting the show next week? Dave. <laughs> ah, that's right. Uh, Dave, oh, yep. Dave's going to come in. Oh, I know good. Andy. Andy, you're going to host a couple episodes, aren't you? He's hosting Friday. Sure. Friday. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.